welcome. My name is Mason, and this is Mace on The Bad Batch, and this is episode 5, which is titled Rampage, where we find Clone Force 99, aka The Bad Batch, trying to get a little bit more information on Fennec Shan, the bounty hunter who is chasing them. Initially, they were planning to lay low, but they've decided they need to go out and try to get information on who exactly is chasing them and who exactly ordered that bounty hunter to pursue them. Uh, so in order to do that, they go uh, and meet a character named Sid, uh, who says, basically, if you want that information, you need to do something for me. And so we get an episode that is very rem reminiscent of something that we would see on The Mandalorian, where they go on a mission to get something for someone in exchange for information. And uh, without getting into spoilers, I will say that, you know, I have seen a lot of people mentioning that this is another very short episode, it's another episode of filler, and et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, I'm actually, you know, I feel like this episode did actually move the plot forward uh, in some interesting ways. And I really enjoyed that they connected uh, the Bad Batch again to the overall universe and I think a very fun and clever way uh, with a creature that is very familiar uh, to Star Wars fans. And so I thought that, you know, what they did with Omega in this episode, as she is now a part of the team um, and she actually goes on a mission with them again, even though um, they initially are still trying to protect her. She gets to show more of what she's capable of in this episode. And I think we just got, it does move the story forward. So it's not just filler, in my opinion. And actually, like I said, I really like a lot of what happened in this episode. It was a lot of fun, a lot of great character moments, uh, some recurring things uh, from previous episodes continue to happen um, that I think are interesting, but I would like to see some payoff soon. Uh, but overall, you know, it wasn't a huge episode. Again, in this episode, we are only with Clone Force 99. We're not spending any time with Crosshair uh, or the Kaminoans or anything like that. Uh, we're just with the Bad Batch. And so I am missing the rest of the story that could be told uh, with Crosshair um, and what's going on with the taking over of the Empire and the transition and the bigger picture there. I do want to get back to that bigger picture soon. Um, but while we're here, I think that this episode did do a good job of kind of being like one of those classic Clone Wars episodes where there's just like a little mission that they have to accomplish. And it's not necessarily tied into the bigger picture, um, but it does kind of move the characters forward and create different situations for them to grow. Uh, or learn something new. So I thought this episode did a good job of them creating another connection in the overall universe. And I think that there are, like last week, we met, you know, a character that was um, helping Fennec Shan find the Bad Batch. And I think that's a character we're going to come back to. I think that again, in this episode, we did meet a character uh, named Sid, who I think we will come back to, um, as she is someone uh, that I think will be important later on. So I think that's about as much as I can say without getting into spoilers. So from here on out, spoiler warning, in effect, uh, I do want to talk about specifics from the episode. Uh, so if you haven't seen it yet, please watch it and then you can come back to this review. So getting into the finer points of the episode, you know, there's not a whole lot of, to add in this spoiler review, but 
I do have to talk about this new character, Sid, who it turns out she is someone who used to give information uh, to Jedi when they were out carrying on their mission. So she's connected to the Jedi. She used to give them information. And so she's someone that the Clone Force come to looking for information as well, but they only know her by name. Uh, and initially they think it's going to be a guy. So when they come looking for Sid, uh, she pretends not to know who Sid is uh, because if you know Sid, you know that she's a woman. So she's not sure if she can trust these guys, but Omega, again, intuitively uh, knows uh, that this must be Sid. Uh, and she's able to connect with Sid and then get Sid to work with them and give them information in exchange, of course, for a favor. Um, but before we get into the favor, I do have to mention at the beginning of this episode, we get some fun moments where uh, they are now, as a member of the team, they are giving Omega her own comm link or comm device, uh, which I think is really great. She has a lot of fun with it. It definitely reminded me of when I was a kid and we had walkie-talkies or little handheld radios um, and we would play with them around the house or in the backyard or do our own little mission. So I thought this was very fun, uh, at, you know, calling back to those times uh, when I was a kid uh, to see Omega using her comlink to have a little bit of fun and she has to be reminded that it's not a toy. Uh, so uh, I thought that was a really fun way to open the episode, but it's also an emotional moment as they mentioned that it used to be Crosshair's comlink, but obviously he's not going to be needing it anymore. Uh, so a little bit sad, um, but you know, uh, just kind of bringing us back to the fact that Crosshair is gone. Uh, he's not part of the batch right now. She is now a part of the batch uh, firmly, and she's going to be joining them on a mission later on. And so coming back to their interaction with Sid, uh, we find out that, you know, they... The Bad Batch were initially trying to lay low, but after noticing or coming to understand that a bounty hunter is chasing them, that Fennec Shand is chasing them, uh, they need to get more information about who is after them and why, what they want. And so that's why they end up going to this planet to talk to Sid, um, because they need to understand more about this situation. So... She says, of course, I'll give you the information that you want uh, if you do me a favor. And she sends them on a mission uh, to retrieve a child who is being held captive. Uh, but she, she hides the fact that this child is not, in fact, uh, an actual um, human or alien child, I guess, humanoid um, child. But it is actually a baby Rancor, or an adolescent Rancor, maybe, uh, named Moochie, uh, which is really cute once we meet uh, the baby Rancor. Uh, super cute. A lot of people talking about uh, his or her, I guess it's a her, cuteness um, after this episode. Uh, so a great new uh, toy to be sold later on by Disney. Um, but they carry on this mission and as they're doing it, uh, most of the Bad Batch, you know, they tell Omega that it's going to get dangerous. She needs to go back to the ship, which I think at this point, you don't need to try and protect or exclude Omega anymore. I think you can just let her come along on the mission. Um, but they it turns out they end up getting held captive, uh, and she has to come and rescue them, which is fun. So we see, again, her capability, her growth as a character, as a member of the team, where she's able to come in uh, and rescue them. So I thought that that was great in this episode to see her growing and see more of her abilities 
um, as she is kind of a key member of the team. Um, And my biggest concern, though, in this episode is that as they are ultimately successful um, in getting Moochie back, um, my concern is that, you know, we find out that the person who is after this baby Rancor uh, or this young Rancor uh, is none other than Bib Fortuna, uh, Jabba's right-hand man. Uh, so I was immediately concerned on seeing that they were getting it for Bib because, like, I was like, oh, no, is this the one that dies at the beginning of uh, Return of the Jedi? I was very concerned that we were going to get attached to this cute Rancor uh, who ultimately uh, would provide quite, quite, the, quite the change in how we feel about the beginning of Return of the Jedi. Uh, but in doing research... Uh, this is actually a different Rancor. Um, the one that is in Return of the Jedi uh, is a male Rancor. Um, and yeah, different name. So we don't have to worry for the safety of this cute one. Although I don't know. I don't know what happens to this one. Uh, but we know that it's not the one that dies in an encounter with Luke Skywalker. So that's nice. Um, but yeah, that's kind of... I like how, you know... Uh, Sid is talking to them throughout the episode about becoming mercenaries or guns for hire. Like she has work that they can do uh, much in the way that the Mandalorian would take bounties. Uh, But she sees them as mercenaries and and they don't see themselves as mercenaries at the moment. They see themselves as kind of soldiers on the run. Uh, They're not necessarily looking for mercenary work. Um, but that will be available to them. And, you know, they are, at the end of this job, they do get credits that they need, and they are going to need money. They are going to need supplies as they continue to be on the run. So I wouldn't be surprised if later on when supplies are low, uh, they end up coming back to Sid to actually do some work, whether that's this season or, you know, setting up season two, if they decide to become mercenaries or whatever that looks like. I think we're going to see Sid again. And I did enjoy the way that they, you know, took something that was not expected in this episode. We didn't expect a baby Rancor. We didn't expect Bib Fortuna. We didn't. We knew that we were getting Fennec Shand in this series and her and Boba Fett ultimately take out Bib Fortuna later on. But I just wasn't expecting that, return, that connection to the overall universe. So I thought that it was fun. Uh, it was a fun connection. It reminds us that we're in the Star Wars universe, uh, but it doesn't feel heavy handed. It doesn't feel forced. It doesn't like try to answer a question we didn't need an answer to. It just connects it in a very natural way through this kind of side mission. So I enjoyed the episode. You know, it it wasn't big. It doesn't have a lot of overall, like it's not connecting to so much of what the Empire's doing. Um, But, you know, it is is tying it into the, the overall universe, like I said. And, you know, unfortunately, at the end of this episode, they do get the name of the bounty hunter. They understand it's Fennec Shand but they still don't know who sent her. So they got a little bit of, a little bit of information, uh, but not enough. Uh, so they are going to continue to pursue. That is going to be, I think, their journey for a while of trying to figure out who Fennec Shand is, why she's after them. And I think there will be a confrontation again later on. So we'll see what next week brings us. Hopefully we do get back to Crosshair and the Kaminoans um, and more of that big picture stuff. Uh, something to kind of really drive the plot forward because I feel like we are starting to stagnate a little bit. But, you know, this is also, it's not an eight-episode season. It's not a 10-episode season. It's a 16-episode season. So we do need to let things breathe. Uh, We do need to have these little side missions uh, and things like that. So I wasn't upset about it. 
Um, you know, initially when I saw the episode length, I wondered, you know, could they have just connected last week's episode and this week's episode made one big episode? But I do think these are two kind of distinct stories. Uh, so they did need to be separated. So not upset about that at all. But I think that's it for my thoughts. It's a little bit shorter, but it was a shorter, like I said, kind of straightforward episode. Um, but yeah, the last thing I'll mention is Wrecker is continuing to talk about his head and how it hurts and continuing to hit his head. So we'll see what happens uh, with his inhibitor chip or scans or anything like that. But continue to be question marks, continue to be drawing attention to Wrecker's head. So we'll see where that goes. Um, but yeah, that is it for my thoughts on this episode. Once again, titled Rampage, episode five of The Bad Batch. If you've seen it, let me know what you thought about it. Uh, if there's anything that stood out to you, did you like the episode? Did you feel like it was filler? Uh, did you like uh, Did you like Moochie? Do you want the toys? Anything like that, please let me know. You can uh, send me a message or tweet at me on Instagram and Twitter. I am at Mace, M-A-S-E, on movies. Uh, same as the title of this podcast. Super easy to find. Uh, you can follow me there. I'll follow you back. And we can have wonderful conversations and friendship. You can also check out the rest of this podcast feed, Doing a lot, different series, journey through Studio Ghibli, journey through the DC animated movie universe, movie reviews. Uh, hopefully I'll have something up for Cruella uh, within the next couple days. And uh, yeah, just having a good time podcasting about movies and a little bit of TV. So please, if you're enjoying it, uh, remember to leave a rating, leave a comment, subscribe, share it with your friends, share it on social media, let other people know about it so that we can continue to build this wonderful movie-loving, TV-loving community. But thanks so much for listening to this episode. Hope that you have a great week. Stay safe, take care, do whatever you got to do, and remember to always be kind to one another. Thanks, everybody.